Okay, we are on the bottom of Nun Bey's Ahmed Aleph. Nish Bey's Chayev Lifdosa, right? So again, talking about the question of when the man's wife is taken captive and the requirement to redeem her. Um, okay, so it says the mission as follows. So what happens if she is taken captive while he's alive, the husband, and then he dies before she's been uh, redeemed. So so if he like realized what had happened while he was still alive, so then Yorshin Nivdosa. So then the Yorshim who again they're going to be Yorish his money, so now they have to take his money and use it to that the Yerusha they get from him and get use it to be po to her because presumably it was a, a it was his chayvas he already that was already like began when he was um, alive. Lo but if he never realized that, so he never himself realized he's going to have such a responsibility. Ein yorshin chayav So then the yorshim don't have a chiv to be po to her either. So okay, so Levi nisa. So Levi. There was a Meister Shahaya, a story like this, and Levi thought to follow this Brisa. Amalei Rav, so Rav said to Rav said to him, Hachi Amar Chavivi. So Chavivi said, Who's Chavivi? Rashi says, Chavivi is Rabbi Chia, Shuhu Dodo Achi Aviv. He was his uncle. So he called him Chavivi because he was his uncle. But, um, um, but okay. So, so Levi wanted to follow this halach, this this brisa, and so Rav said to him, "Hachi Amar Chavivi, this is what my uncle told me. Leis Hilchos Laki Hamasnisa. We don't pass like this. And like he had the sanya, we rather be passing like the following brisa. Nishbeis Laachar Misa Baila Ein Hayisod Mechayav Nefdosa. So the brisa says, sorry, it's a forget the Tosefta that says that if you are if she's Nishbeis after the death of the husband, so you some of them do not have to be poed to her. Vilaod." Not only that, but Ella feel But even if she was taken captive while he was alive, then he dies. Because so, so not only does he not have to be put there when if, after he after he dies, but even if she was nishbeis while he was alive, and then he dies before the pinyon takes place, he doesn't. The children don't have to be put to her. Why? Because the whole point is that was the tzaddik suba that he says, "I will." I will redeem you and take you back to be my wife. Now it's impossible. He died. At which point it's over. Um, and so there, therefore, that's why uh, Rabbi Chia said you don't have to be poda um, as long as he dies before she is, you know, as long as he's died, you know, uh, um, before she is returned. Okay. So Tan Rabbanan, Nishbeis v'hayim b'vakshim imenu adasar b'dameha. So what happens if she's taken captive? Now they're asking ten times what the reasonable value is to, to, to bring her back. Okay, so Pami shown a The first time he's got to pay it. So this afterwards he can choose. Okay, Rashi says why when he can choose. So Rashi says Ratsa and we're going to see this in a second. The Lotakinu Barabanon El Pachad Pidion. The Chaza only required him. Take care of one opinion. He doesn't do over and over and over again. Okay. Mishim Gomil Omer. Mishim Gomil says, "Ein poden es hashvuyin yoser al kadei demehen mipnei tikanola." So Mishim Gomil says, "Wait a second. We know we don't do this ever. You will never buy someone back for ten times more than their usual value. Why is that? Uh, because we don't uh, allow people to redeem captives 
for more than their value because if because of tikkun olam, what's tikkun olam in this case says Rashi? Because what's going to happen is the first time you know this, right? You don't negotiate with terrorists. You negotiate with terrorists, and terrorists just keep kidnapping people. So if you if we pay these high values, so then we're never going to uh, we're never going to uh, be able to uh, you know manage all the kidnapping that's going to take place. So uh, fine. So. So, but what's the implication? Right? But, but, if, but if, it's, if it is the right amount, then you do have to be posa. And that's true even if the amount of the redemption is more than the value of her ksuba. That's the implication, right? Right? Because it sounds like you don't give more. But if you give more, but if you give what's, what's uh, what is the appropriate amount, so that's fine, okay. But that's true. Or many have a contradiction. Why? Nishbeis v'hayim mivakim is another price that has the following. Nishbeis v'hayim mivakim imenu adasar b'ksubasa. If she was taken captive, and now they ask for ten times what her ksuba is worth, right? So not ten times worth her value, but ten times what her ksuba is worth. So pami shona poda mikav elcharet ratsa poda ratsa ena poda. The first time you should be poda. Afterwards, you can choose. You don't have to. Shemuel says if her, if if uh, the value of redeeming her is the same as her ksuba, poda imlav poda, right? But if not, then you don't. So it's the same idea, but it's her value versus her uh, um, versus the value of the ksuba. So now you have. So which one is it? Shemuel says you can't pay what, more than what her value is, or you can't pay more, pay more than what the ksuba is worth. Which one? So Rabbi Shimon Gamliel trey kule isle. So my answer is no. It's not a contradiction. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds both, meaning it, the value can't be more than her value, and also can't be more than her ksuba. Two kulos for who? Two kulos for the husband. Just to be clear, right? right. The amount that he has to pay is not more than either either of those, and that's that's what uh, the gemara means. Okay, that's what the verse means. Okay. Um, Right, so we have another concept that if she gets sick, he has to pay for her refua. Okay, so Tan Rabbanon. Um, Tan Rabbanon. So Amana, we know, gets, excuse me, her, her mizona is taken care of by the Yisomim, right, by the, by the children of the man who passed away, her, her husband. And if she needs to, uh, you know, some type of medication or some type of treat, uh, medical treatment, so that's considered like mazonas, meaning they have to pay for that too. Rishimagil makes a distinction. It depends on the type of refuah. The refuah has a kitzvah, right? It has some type of beginning and end. There's, you know, it happens only very... Uh, in very specific ways or specific amounts. So then, what happens? Um, um, so then, she has to use her ksuba money for that, not for the mizonos. But but if it but it's a refuah she'in la kitzvah, it's like an ongoing uh, medical need. So then, harayikim mizonos because that's like a conti- like it's a continued need that 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 you know that continues to happen. It's a one time thing. So that's not mizonos. Mizonos are things that are you know a uh, you know. Uh, Consistent necessity for, for life, right? Constantly. So, if it's something she needs, she needs once a week. She needs to go for a certain medication or a certain doctor, etc. So then, 
there's no there's no kitzvah to it. There's no kid. You, you don't know exactly when it's going to end ever. So then that's that's like mazonos, right? A person always needs food, always needs drink, etc. But if it's a, you know a, a specific procedure which take place one time, so then that she should pay for herself. Basically, she pays from the ksuba money. Uh, look at Rashi it says mizonos ein lahem kitzvah. It's like the third line in the skin, skin line of Rashi. Mizonos ein lahem kitzvah hilkach refua sheyish la kitzvah sheina chola tadir ein bechlam mizonos. That's something that doesn't have a ki- that 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 um that mizonos don't have a kitzvah either, right? So therefore, a food that that does have a kitzvah that's not you know there's not sick all the time. That's not called that's not called mizonos. It's the same thing we just mentioned before. Okay. Um, so I'm Rav Yochanan. I'm Rav Yochanan. Asu hakasas dam be'eretz Yisrael k'rufua she'en lam kitzvah. So they so hakasas dam right bloodletting was something they would do like so frequently in Israel in Eretz Yisrael that that they, the Chazal said you know what, what should we call that? So the answer was that's called that's called rufua she'en la in la kitzvah and that's why the you know it's considered like a mizonos. It's like a typical thing that people constantly need to do. Okay. Krivid Rav Yochanan havelehu. Itzas Abba to have a refua. So relatives of Yochanan, so they had a, you know, a, a, their their father's wife, right? And their father had passed away, so their father's wife uh, had to have a refua kol yoma. She needed some type of refua every single day. So that's clearly a refua she'in la kitzvah, right? So they're going to have to keep paying for this every single day. So um, so us lekavid of Yochanan, they came to Yochanan, Amalehu, and he said to them. Izilu kotsu lahe mide lerofe. So what should you do? He said, go to the you know go to the doctor and turn it into a you know make a negotiation instead of making it be a daily payment, make it into some type of you know uh, you know. Um, Rashi says kotsu lahe mide lerofe sheikabel Allah refuasa olamis bekach vakach. You make a deal. This is the amount of money it's going to be, and it'll be that way, you know, indefinitely. And therefore, you're not paying consistently, you're paying one time. Right? It'll be a good chaf. And if, if that happens, what's going to happen? So now it becomes refuah sheyesh la kitzvah, and now they don't have to pay anymore. Right? So it's a good chaf, but it's, it's going to mess her over financially. So I'm Rav Yochanan, and then Rav Yochanan said, No offense, but he said we made ourselves into lawyers. Sorry, John. Um, right? He's, give out, what did I do? I made myself like into a lawyer. Like the rabbi became a lawyer. So, uh, so he gave the advice and then he's upset. So what's going on here? So what do you think? And then what do you think afterwards? So he says, right? Originally he thought, yeah, you're, you know, generally you're supposed to take care of your family. So I, my family came to me with a, with, a, with a problem. So I gave him advice. And then he thought afterwards, eh, it's not right. The rabbi should not be the one giving you, uh, you know, uh, you know, a good chap. Had a, had him pull moves. That is not appropriate for the, for the you know, for the the, the, the rav to be uh, gi- giving uh, advice like that. And therefore, he thought uh, you know it wasn't wrong, it wasn't uh, incorrect, but you know it's not it's not appropriate. Adam Chashev should not be giving such advice. Okay. If, if it's not mizunos, right? He still has to pay. Just reduces it, offsets the amount ultimately of the asayim or the. No, if it's if it uh, yeah, but right. she already received. Meaning when he dies. She collects the ksuba immediately. And that money belongs to her. Or the Mizonos, the Mizonos is coming from the Yerusha. Right? So they, when he dies, the children get money. And then when the children get that money, now they have, the Yerusha goes directly to them, but the, the wife gets, you know, gets taken care of. 
So the Ksuba money is her money. The Yerusha money is their money. Right, but didn't we see, does that cut it off? If once she decides to take that option of collecting that Ksuba money, whether, it, whether it's a divorce or, or right. it passes away, doesn't that cut off then the, the Mizonos? If the Mizonos is as long provided that she hasn't decided to, to, let, to take to the Ksuba? Or not? Mm. I thought there was some implication of what we were saying. I do remember we talked about that. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like that, right? Right. It sounds like, it sounds like, I mean, what, what it clearly sounds like here is that there's like two pots. Yeah. One is the Ksuba money that's hers, and one is the, their Yerusha money, which they're supposed to continue to be zan her with. Right? That's what it sounds like. Right, although the, the tone of abundance up ahead did seem to suggest that it's like, it, it is offsetting the Suba amount. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't Where, where, where? Tell me. The up above before Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Shane Lokitzvah, Ikmizonos. Tanar Ban Amar Nizonos, Tilsi Yasomim? Which one? Yeah. Yeah? Or like here, like for example, and not that it's positive, like there's a note here that says, it quotes Rashi and then it says, the Yasomim may therefore deduct those medical expenses from the Kasuba award they are obligated to pay. So like it offsets. It offsets. Yeah. So then what's the difference? It's like a wash, no? I think right. m- m- maybe the point is that once they can continue to get Mizonos, unless they opt to collect the Masayim Zuz or if she's not mana, the, the, the hundreds of From the Ksuba. Right, that, that's like, like that, that's the payment that cuts it off. It, but they, she can continue to collect Mizonos until she just holds, the, she, she defers that until some future. Uh, interesting. Future. Okay, we have, to, we have to clarify. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um... Right, you're, say, you're saying when it comes from the ksuba, you're saying that's not really her money. Also, that's right. like then paying it from the office of the ksuba. It could be, yeah. We have to, yeah, we'll have to. Let's, that's a good, it's a good question. We should clarify that. That's a good point. It's not ksuba that she's already collected. That's what Jonathan's saying. It's ksuba that like is coming her way eventually. Reduces the amount that in that case, but she ain't kids the 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 Right. 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 But it's still right. But it's still two different pots. Then I mean, it's still two different yeah, amounts right, of money. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. But but I think the question is, is does if she opts to collect that amount, does that cut off any any future? Option? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's not clear. Yeah. If so, then then Rabbi Yochan really messed her over when he gave that advice. But yeah. Um, okay. Which is maybe why we have that very draconian statement about the... Yeah, which doesn't mean lawyers, it means something else. Yeah. <laughs> all, see, all of this is really just to hit that final point. I understand yeah. that. I get it, I get it. I get it. Um, okay, no, it's a good hour. It's a good hour. Okay. okay, let's see the next Mishnah. Lo kasav la benin dichrin diyahavu lachi minai inon yarsen kesev ksubaseich yeser yeser al chokayon so if he didn't write the following, Benin Dechra means the, the sons that we have from this marriage uh, that you'll have from me um, do not get the Yerusha of the Kesef of the Ksuba more, more than their Chelek, right, uh, with their brothers. So let's, let's say he didn't write that. So it doesn't matter. Chayev, 
You mentioned this before. He's getting more examples of 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 of, uh, of conditions that are supposed to be written in the Ksuba. And if they're not written, it doesn't matter. He didn't write them because that's what we expect. That that's supposed to happen. So that's number one. What about if he didn't write? He didn't write my the daughters which you'll have for me. Yahavin Yasvan Babesi, they should stay in my house, Umidzan, Minichsai, and they'll and they'll continue to be, you know, taken care of from my money. until they're married to, to other men. if he still has to. Why should I Because he's responsible for that. Again, he didn't. If he doesn't write, you can stay in my house and be zan for my nechasim as long as you are remaining almana. You don't get a new husband. Why? He has to pay for it. This is what the Anshi Yushalayim would write. So they would, they would write these things. And the Anshi Yushalayim would also write the Anshi Yushalayim. John is like what you're saying, right? So, they, so, so the Anshi Yehuda, they would write, this is all true until the children want to give you your Ksuba. And that's why if the, according to this approach, if the Yorshim want to give it the Ksuba and be impacted themselves so they can do that. Fine, so we're going to have to see as we move along. So the good, the good, this will clarify some of the questions that we had asked before about the, the order. Fine. Um, um, just just to, to clarify this point that the sons getting more than their chalik, what are we talking about? So you just look at Rashi, the, the first Rashi in the Mishnah, Yesrachu Kahon Dimachuhon. Um Bene Isha Acheres, right? If let's say the husband had been married to two women and they have different children, he has different children from the two women. So um right? So if 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 uh if uh, if if he dies, you know while, while uh, you know while she's alive. So then he says, if she dies while I'm alive, and then so that what's going to happen is the sons will get her get you know get get the ksuba and how they're going to you know collect etc. So the point being is that maybe minafkamina shema meruba he or shema yihu isha cheres merubim right. One of them has more children than the other, so the amount of money each child is going to get is not going to be. The, wouldn't exactly be the same. So, uh, so subas iman subas iman subas shabos. So, what the right thing to do is that each one of them gets based on their own mother. Um, so, the point is, if he didn't write that specifically, it doesn't matter. That's still going to be everyone's going to get. You know, if there's five women for a ksuba of a thousand, and there's you know five children and three children for Ksuba was a thousand, they should each get, just basically make up the a thousand. Right? So each child will get, one family will get more, one family will get less. But fine. Okay. So says the Gemara. Why did the, uh, why did the Chazal make a takar like this? Of Ksuba's Bnindichrin. Right? Knowing that the sons split up the, the, the Ksuba's of their mothers, you know, equally. Amongst the children, so why was that? It was because if they do this, then what's going to happen? Then we're going to make sure that the fathers write a dowry for their child. What do we mean? Look at Rashi. Anyways, a, a husband typically is Yorish's wife, right? So basically, what happens is. The husband always gets what the what the wife 
owns, and then eventually when he dies, who does it go to? It goes to the sons. So all the money is going to the sons anyways. Right? So why do they make this takana that the, that the sons of the mother get the, like, get the ksuba? What's this about? So it's because this way the husband, the, the father of, of daughters, is going to make sure to give his daughter a big dowry. Why? Because that money will go directly to his, to his grandchildren and not to the, not to the husband. And that's sort of the idea here. And that money ends up transferring. When we say ksuba, right, we don't always mean the ksuba that the, that the, that the husband is given to the wife, but it means the money that she brings into the marriage. So it stays in the family. So, in the, family. so the, this is the father-in-law, right, the father of the daughter, says, I'm going to give her a lot of dowry, right, because that money will actually stay with the grandchildren and won't go directly to the husband. That's sort of it. Well, you want, people want to keep money in their own family. That's what they want to do. So by, by, by making this takana, that it stays with the sons, so therefore, you're going to get the, the fathers-in-law to give a bigger dowry to the, to, the, to the wife, which will be better for the families in general. They'll be, be taken care of. Okay. Uh, they're going to give the same to their husband, to, to their son, to their daughter, to make sure that they you know, end up, the, the daughters will get, will get enough also. Um, so wait, wait a second. You have, you have such a situation where the Torah says the son gets Yerusha and the daughters don't, and now the Abadan come and make a takana that the daughters get more? Like, sort of what you're doing. You're kind of influencing the din or the, re- the reality that, that, that daughters will get more Yerusha. So Hanami, so the Gemara says, no, Hanami deraisa. What do you mean? That's also deraisa. Why? Dechzev kechu nashim v'olidu banim u'banos u'kechu l'bneichem nashim v'es menoseichem tenula nashim. Right? Because what does the pasuk say? It says, "In Yemiyot, take wives, right, and have children and sons and daughters, and then take for your sons daughters, and for your daughters take sons." Bishlam abanim biyadeha kaimei. I understand. Sons take. You get to take, you know, daughters for your sons. That I get. The sons are in your hand, right? But you can't determine which sons are going to marry your daughters. That's usually the daughters are taken by the sons. So what do you mean? So No, meaning the answer is there are certain things you can take into your own hands to make sure that the sons are going to want to marry her. For example, if you give a, a, a nice dowry, so you're more likely to get a certain uh, certain certain young man for your daughter, and that's what uh, and that's what you should do. Okay. So it says the Gemara, but how much? A person can give up to 10% of their income to their child, to their daughter, as a, as a dowry. Okay. And you're going to say that the father is going to, you know, maybe we should say, right, that they'll get the father's Yerusha, but they're not going to get the husband's Yerusha. So, meaning, if you do that, then the father, then the father is, is not going to be willing to give it. To, to give it, meaning, if you end up saying, so fine, they shouldn't get the husbands at all. They'll get the, you know, the grandfather's money, but they're not going to get the husband's money. So, maybe we should do that. And if you do that, then, then what's going to happen is the, the, the father, the, you know, the, the grandfather won't give it either. Because he's, again, the father of the, of, the, of the daughter. He wants to make sure that there's more, everyone's giving equally. No one wants to be the only one giving. So if Ema, Heicha de Kasev Av, Lichtov Baal, Heicha de Lo Kasev Av, Lo Lichtov Baal. So maybe, maybe, again, maybe we'll say that when the father, 
you know, writes it, you know, writes it in, so then the husband will write it in also. But if the father doesn't write it, the husband, you know, the father doesn't write it, then the husband won't write it either. No, says we a low plugger about We we're not going to start like every in every case. We'll determine who writes it, who doesn't write it, who's giving, who's not giving. We made it a low plug that everyone everyone gives. Bas benabanim namitiros. Ah, so what if you have a daughter amongst sons? So she should also get from the mother, right? No, kanach le shavi Again, these are all the rabbanans. So once they're rabbanans, they can do whatever they want, right? So the answer is no. Nach that when they they made it like nachla. Like you always say, you know, Whenever Chazal make a takana, they try to mirror it. They they they, they make it resemble the din daraisa. So if your rishon always goes to sons, they made this ksuvus bindichman also go to the to the sons, not to the daughters. Okay, bas benabanos tiras. But what if it's just uh, you know daughters, daughters and daughters? So then the daughter should get not low plug button again. They still they didn't make a distinction. This is usually a benin different. It's not. It's not. It's not. Not for the daughters. Fine. Maybe they should get it from a talton, not from from karka. No kiksuba shavi Again, they didn't want to do that. They they make it like a ksuba, and that's why ksuba we said it always comes from the mishat. You know the the nechasim uh, mishubat. Always comes from karka. Okay, tidrof mishab. They ask maybe they should be able to collect it from mishubatim. So Yarsen Tanan. And it's just, no, we don't say that because it's got to be Yerusha. It's money that's in his hands, not money that's been sold already. So we, that, that we don't, it's not, it's not, it's, that's not a Hukzuba, right? It's Yerusha. And that's why that's not going to work. Ve'ema af agav, the lake of Mosar Dinar. And maybe I'll say it's true even if there's uh, no money left over. There's a halacha that uh, if a person has to collect the, you know, the Ksuba and it, le- leaves the, it leaves the person with so little money, so we don't, uh, we don't allow them to collect. There's got to be a Mosar Dinar, some money left over. So answer the Gemara, welcome to Kamiyakra, Nachla, Daraisa, Lotakina Rabbana. So the answer is no. If it could be a situation where you're going to actually make it, there's no Nachla left for the person, so then Chazal didn't make such a Takana. So, we, that, so we, it, there's got to still be a Mosardina, this kind of Mosardina, having some money left over after the collection of all this stuff. Fine. So we'll, uh, we'll actually we'll, we'll stop here. And, uh, we'll stop here for, you know, for the week. Uh, there's a story about Rafa, which continues all the way into the next staff. So we'll pick that up uh, next week, which we'll figure out what day because of Slichal. So we'll figure out when exactly we're going to. Right. Okay. Shkayach.